It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl. Today is July 8th. The Marlins fell to the Mets 10-0 last night in Queens. Today, second game of four in City Field. 7-10 first pitch. Pablo Lopez against Chris Bassett today, Friday. Um, but for now, I'm Andrew Werdahl here for the Fish Stripes podcast, giving you kind of the latest talk in Marland. So like, there's not a lot of like major analytical fact I can really like pull on the team right now. We are at the halfway point. Officially, the Marlins are 81 games into the season. And it's not quite shaping up how we hoped. Um, certainly to the extent that we hoped the Marlins would be. Um, oh, certainly over 500 closer in to contention for the division. Um, the Mets have like relatively really like run away with it. It really feels like things have been kind of humming along a recent six game winning streak. Not that far in the rear view mirror. Looking offensive numbers throughout the league, the Marlins are at like about a 700 OPS, putting them like in the middle of the road, like offensively. Um, they're like around 15th in the league in like home runs to at bats they're producing runs in like a like a middle ground sort of range and that was the big concern going into the year for the marlins they've like proven to this point that they have that sort of average offense that we were like hoping for when you were like potentially 
looking at uh, 2022 in contention, and it's actually still there and still intact. It feels like the Marlins' like foundation as a ball club is there. Um, but beyond that, like I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I feel like this is a season that's still very much like on the screen, so to speak. Like these away games, um, they still matter. This is a team going for it. That's what's really like. I feel like I need to like reject this sort of sabermetric line of thinking. This sort of like, oh, but is the team really good? How do we know based on? Um, what, um, when, when, like, the reality is I feel like we're just watching a good game every single night, and, um, this past night, uh, Marlins, Mets, 10-0, New York ahead of Miami, um, it came as a bit of a shock, like, I myself, um, I started watching the game, um, then I went to the store, uh, when it was 2-0 New York, um, check the score later, and my girlfriend made a comment to me like, oh, uh, did you something, something, what just happened? The 0-1 on the way, breaking ball hit high in the air, deep to left, birdie back at the track, there it goes, home run, grand slam, J.D. Davis. Ultimately what I like took from this game is that like, I don't know, it didn't actually matter. Um, as a game, like it felt as one of 162 baseball games. It was like an odd sort of beat in that respect. Like Daniel Castano, the starter that you could maybe like, um, I mean, obviously your offense needs to score runs, but along with that, having a starter that gives up as many runs as Daniel Castano did getting through just four innings uh, and setting up for the loss uh, before the Marlins were, you know, unable to actually come back. What a spaghetti of a sentence. But making sense of it, um, Daniel Castano came into this year with like a different approach as a pitcher. Um, he shown himself to the New York Mets before, uh, June 26th, pitched seven innings. and. Then today, second time facing New York, they were able to like catch up to him and get him out of the game um, and deliver that loss. As he's been for the last few years a spot starter, Daniel Castano really did fill in well in that relief spot earlier in the year. I've liked him as a starter as well. It's been like a challenge with this like minor league uh, system for the Marlins, like, uh, Zach McCambly had, uh, six no-hit innings last night for the Blue Wahoos, by the way, um, and Max Meyer, Yuri Perez, those are, like, more the names you're thinking of, um, if you're thinking about going for it, really, and that's, like, the big decision at the season's midpoint or so, uh, getting a feel for where the team's at. I'm certainly as a, you know, like a, who, who I am, uh, like a, a podcast producer, uh, follower of the team, uh, fan of the team, and generally person interested in great baseball anywhere and everywhere at all times. Um, 
I'm very much interested in this Marlins team pushing forward uh, and like certainly like adding rather than subtracting um, as they go forward as a ball club. So that does lend itself to some sort of shuffling at some point here, there, whenever. But even like a week ago, maybe like last time through the starting rotation, when everyone got a win, oh, and like it was an even like five games through, I'm not actually sure if everyone quote got a win as in the stat. Um, but every starting pitcher got to pitch in a Marlins win team-oriented goals. But anyways, at that time, it was hard to look at the Marlins rotation and make any sort of argument that even Max Meyer should come up to the major league based on the performance of the rotation. And after last night's game, and like the relative like shelling of Daniel Castano, um, I don't know, I'm still feeling like a good team got to Daniel and that good team's the Mets. At a certain point, certainly not a point yet, but October, um, you might need to get past that team and maybe you wouldn't necessarily want Daniel Castano to be in like a, like a tight, somehow like a, I don't know, like even like a division series, uh, that's not someone you would necessarily want to be your starter there. It seems like they could have his number and keep it for then too. I asked myself to sort of appraise the team at the half on Wednesday, and that's kind of something that has been a real trick to do because I still feel like this team is still like unveiling itself and like showing itself. And I think that's a real like strength to it. There's just absolutely some room to make some changes and just like clarify some edges to make the team better as the season goes along. On the offensive side, you really do wanna see more than two hits for your team, but it's such a um, one game thing. It's felt like the offense has been on a roll. It's actually been um, since that Cardinal series that the Marlins have been shut out, scoring about like um, two plus runs in every game. It's felt like the offense has been there, even without some of their starters. It makes this 10-0 loss feel more like a blip than the norm. And by the numbers, the Marlins offense does stack up in the major leagues. They're at like a fan graphs posted a 700 OPS, 15th in the majors, around there in like at-bats to home run run scored pretty well in that like average sort of offensive territory offensive territory like landslides but anyway it's kind of tough to really say um where the marlins are at this halfway point it feels like they're at about 500 castano's one for one against the mets sandy going also in this series you could maybe even get ahead of yourself and say that the Marlins are 1-1 one one in this series against the Mets. Now keep them right at 500. But that's a bit, like, presumptuous. I've always uh, heard that you don't want to, like, you know, like, like a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. But there are three games left 
for the Marlins in this Mets series. So for me, uh, Andrew Werdahl, that is enough to say that I think the Marlins could go still for the three-game sweep of the Mets in New York after the off day on Thursday. So anyhow, I've been Andrew Werdahl. Today is July 8th. Marlins face the Mets today at 7-10. Stay tuned to Fish Stripes to see if there's anything else new before the game.